I'm Rich Baker, and this is Living the Dream, a show where I get to talk with the rare few who make their living in the world of entertainment. Special thanks to Phil Ranta and the Comedy Podcast Network. Thanks also to Tom Burns for the artwork and Diana Lawrence for the original music. If you would like, I'd love more comments on iTunes, so if you could rate the show and leave a comment, I'd really appreciate it. Today's episode features professional DJ Brett Lewis, also known as DJ Dynasty. Awesome, this is Living the Dream, my name's Rich Baker, and today I've got Brett Lewis, a.k.a. DJ Dynasty, right here with me. Uh, thanks for being on the show, Brett. So, you're a professional DJ, and when I think DJ, because I used to come, I used to do radio, I automatically think radio DJ, so would, is it, do I call you like a club DJ or party DJ? I don't know what, how to... I do a party DJ. Party DJ? Yeah, Is yeah. that the accepted term? I, you know, my name tag actually says <laughs> party boy extraordinaire. Party boy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, I, uh, any, anywhere there's a party, I like to be there. I like to be the host of it. Actually. Well, there you go. I like it. So you're currently working on the Pride of America, which you've been here for about a year. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and we're... So what what's life like for a professional DJ? Like, what do you? I mean, obviously, you know, you've got girls all over you all the time. But like, I mean, what what do you what do you do? Just listen to a lot of music? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much uh, surround myself with music. I mean, it's every day, all day. It's just new music, different types of music. Whether I like it or not, it's, it's all what I guess they want to hear. You know, I've heard uh, I got a feeling probably about. You know, three thousand times this year. So, well, and yet I still play it every day. Sure, because <laughs> the passengers on this ship love it. They love it. Yeah. Now, when you're on land, do you um, DJ a lot of like house parties or private events, or or what? What is it like when you're not at sea? Um, yeah, you pretty much nailed it. It's uh, actually a lot of house parties, uh, clubs, and then uh, weddings. Bar mitzvahs. Uh, oh, of course, you know, sure. Barbecues. I mean, pretty much anything uh, where the music is needed, I'll be there. So. And how do you, do you work for yourself? Do you work for like a DJ company? How does um, it... a little bit of both, man? I, I like to do all sorts. Uh, I mean, there's obviously more money when you're doing it for yourself, but uh, a lot and a lot more risk as well, though. So uh, it's nice to work for someone else as well because you know you get to use their equipment, which is sometimes a lot fancier than mine. So. Oh no kidding! <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, I actually, when I was in uh, high school, I was like a, I don't know what you'd call it, a DJ's assistant, I guess. There was this guy who hired me for a very low sum of money, and I would go with him, and I would help load in all his equipment, his speakers and everything, when he would go to do a different event. Yeah. Uh, nowadays, when that wasn't that long ago, relatively speaking, <laughs> but like, you know, we had, uh, you know, like all these CD players and different, I don't even know whether they're a receiver or whatever. Now, now you pretty much just need like a computer, right? Yeah, you know that's funny. I, when I first started, I had twice as much equipment, and it seems like I had so much less <laughs> capabilities with more equipment. Right? Which is weird. Uh, now, like you said, it wasn't that long ago; it was maybe ten years ago. But now you're right. All I need is my computer, and it, I use my soft, software of Serato, but. Uh, it pretty much does it all. So basically, you plug your computer into some speakers, and that's that's your stand. That's what you need. Uh, oh, uh, nowadays that's what you can use. I okay. like to use uh, either turntables or CD players, but that way you have uh, full control. Okay. But, uh, other than that, it's you no more carrying around CD. I used to carry around a binder of CDs. Sure. You know, DJs before me would do records, which is you know they would rent trailers just to bring their records out, and that's just. 
Yeah. Now, with the amount, with like the less amount of equipment to carry around, uh, and I guess buy and upkeep, do you does that kind of increase your profit margin? Um, almost. It's. I think it actually. I spend more because the computer itself is a lot more. The software you have to pay for, uh, and then just keeping up with it is a lot is a lot harder. It's not like uh, you can just. You know, it's not as much respect, I guess, because anyone can do it now. Yeah. Um, it's not. Uh, necessarily uh, a niche talent as as much anymore. So, so take me back to when. At what age did you decide? Do you know what I want to do with my life? <laughs> I want to be the DJ. <laughs> I was uh, twelve. Oh wow! Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's ten years ago, but uh, you know, it, <laughs> I was at a bar mitzvah actually, uh-huh. and this is a great story. Uh, I used to actually work with VHS tapes doing uh, music videos for bar mitzvahs and weddings. And they'd hire me, and I would go out, and there was this company called VideoSync. And uh, we would go, and uh, they actually hired me as the guy to put labels on VHS tapes and then promote that event at the bar mitzvah. So I'd go around with... um, little business cards and flyers and say, hey, you know, we're doing music videos over in the corner, you know, want to come do one? And, you know, because I was 12 and everybody else was 12, 13, and 11, you know. So I was the, their best promoter because I wasn't a creepy old guy coming up to them. Sure. You know? And uh, so do, with doing all that, um, I ended up uh, uh, getting promoted to actually running the events. So then I would get there earlier and start to know other people. And so when I was 13... Uh, I met this guy, and I, you know, I ended up saying, you know, what, what are you, what are you doing here? Are you, are you, uh, are you the host of the event? And he said, well, pretty much, I'm the DJ. And I said, wow, I've never <laughs> met a DJ before. You know, I was 13. Uh, I've never, never met a DJ before. And uh, so I watched him, you know, while I was doing my event as well, and it just seemed like he was having a lot more fun than I was. All right. So uh, right then and there, I uh, bought my first set of CD players and stacked up CD. I only had. 30 CDs uh, yeah. when I first did my first house party, and now I have over 90,000 songs. So it's quite a change. I'm uh, kind of super intrigued by the fact that you had a job at 12. <laughs> my mom. She, uh, did your mom just say, get a job, <laughs> you lazy 12-year-old? Well, it beats uh, mowing lawns and walking dogs, is which I used to do at 11. So, what? Yeah. <laughs> You're working uh, at 11? Yeah. <laughs> I was playing with Ninja Turtles at 11. <laughs> I had to do something, man. I, I I liked buying stuff, so my mom didn't want to buy it all for me. You know, she did. She did help me out a lot. You know, I mean, that's pretty great that like you you've been working uh, almost as long as I have, and you're eight years younger than I. Am. That's insane to me. Well. Yeah, it was uh, my mom's friend. He would. Uh, it was great. I'd only make sixty bucks uh, a week, but at twelve, it was. That's it. You were yeah, gold. I think my allowance back then was like eight bucks a week. <laughs> back in my day, you could buy a building for a quarter. Uh, so you you go out and you buy all these CDs. And uh, did you have any idea what you were doing when you first started? Oh, no, God, I went back. <laughs> if I could tell that thirteen-year-old man, you got you got some things to learn. Uh, 
I did my first gig when I was uh, I was doing house parties at, at 13, and then when I was 14, that's when I really started to get a taste of DJ life because I did a uh, uh, middle school dance. Oh, I was 14, and they, you know, so you're like the oldest <laughs> yeah, one at the dance, like, but yeah, it's still but okay. <laughs> Any older it would have started getting creepy. Sure. If you're the 16 year old at the middle school dance, we got to talk. Yeah. So it was great. It, let's just say, not only was I getting requests for music, but requests for digits. So it was, it was great. Yeah. It was a fun time. I made a lot of. Made a lot of money at that event and uh, made a lot of friends at that event. So. How did you um, How did you get that gig? Um, a friend of a friend. Uh, I knew a guy who knew a guy, and he was like, "They." <laughs> so I got lucky with that gig. Let's just say, uh, yeah. And uh, that was my biggest event at thirteen. Was uh, or fourteen? I'm sorry. Was uh, <laughs> that middle school dance? And I'm I'm embarrassed now to think back <laughs> at what I what I was doing and. Hey, I had so many fans. I don't think it was the music, which is good. If it entertained the kids, then, <laughs> then you did your job. Yeah. So, okay, so 14-year-old Brett is is got a professional gig as a middle school dance DJ, and then, like, how, does, how did you create a living out of this? How do you do enough, like, as an actor, I, I have to, you know, constantly struggle and hustle. Uh, have you gotten to the point where you're so like you have enough connections, you're known to where you pretty much the offers come in, or do you still have to hustle a lot? Or no, it's it's hustling a lot. It's oh god, I think last time I was home, I uh, the last thing I did before I got here, I hosted an event, and uh, that's what I'm actually wanting to go into after this whole DJ thing. But uh, I ended up printing out god, what was it, five thousand to ten thousand flyers, and uh, we would just go out. Throw them. I mean, not not really throw them like in the movies in high school in the buildings, but uh, really we'd go to colleges, post them. Uh, we'd find unique ways on overpasses. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd spell stuff out with the flyers and uh, Facebook invites. Uh, and what was the event that everything. you were trying to get people to come to? Uh, it, well, it was like this little dive bar, and uh, no one was really going to it or interested in going to it. And uh, I knew the manager, and I said, you know, look, I want to throw an event, and uh, it was kind of it was all house music. Um, but it was somewhere for people to go instead of going to Hollywood or these big raves. It was a safe place for them to go, um, and it was pretty successful for the town. It was it was known. Um, I wouldn't go outside of the town and say this is the best thing, but in that town, it was great. And this was in Cal. You're from California, yeah, right? yeah. So then California was actually in Simi Valley, okay. and uh, it was called Phoenix. And now it's uh, it blossomed into a teen event, so high school kids can go. So there's two one uh, one on Sundays for the teens, and then one on Thursdays. For the college. And it still goes on with it. So you started something that lives on. Yes, and it's now blossomed into two different things because uh, I'm not there anymore. So sure. it was just the one guy, and he started doing his own stuff. So now he's actually producing music and doing much bigger things. So that was his starting point. And now, God, he's like he was like a little baby, like I was at my first uh, my first gig at the dance. Now he's making making it big, and so nice. it's really cool. And yeah. Now, I hate to sound uh, more ignorant than I actually am, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm pretty ignorant to most things, uh, which is why I do these interviews, because I, I like to learn. You said it's mostly house music. Yeah. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I know I like that question. I've got it's this, a hard question. Well, I've got this vision of, like, a house playing a guitar and... and <laughs> 
And I know that's not right. And I've heard the term house music several times, but I really couldn't define it for you if you asked me. You know, it, it's hard. There's so many different versions of house. It's not techno anymore, which is uh, uh, blue. And, you know, that that's almost a form of techno, you know, or in house. And it's not this that you kind of think of in the 90s. And it's there's so many forms now. Uh, you even I got a feeling at the time is uh, the the song by Black Eyed Peas uh, mm-hmm. is is electro. It's got uh, it's almost there's uh, you have. Dirty House, you have um, Trance House, which is like Tiesto, um, and uh, then you have Dutch House, you have, oh, I think there's like 15 different versions of House, and then you can go into Dubstep, which is a, a slow version of Electro, and, <laughs> and that's what Britney Spears is getting into, um, look, uh, look at Me Now by Chris Brown and stuff, that's all versions of Dubstep, and it's it's blossoming, so... Wow, it's, it's crazy. So it's all that kind of. It's pretty much computerized, made. It's the new form of the '80s. I think is what's going on. It's all electronic piano. Bunch of people with keytars. Yeah, <laughs> actually, <laughs> there's a DJ that has one, and it was a fun show. <laughs> it's a good one. So. Oh, geez. Um, so, like, w- w- do you even know where that term came? Like, just just to me, when I think like electronic music, I don't think, well, that came from someone's house. Uh, <laughs> is that what? Like, did it come from the idea of people making this in their basement originally? Or um, we have I, any idea? Yeah, I have no. I really don't. I'm almost now interested. I want to go. For I'm gonna. Have, I'm a, I love etymology, and I'm like house music. That's I wonder. like how, to, to me to think of a house. I think of like that kind of white picket fence in the <laughs> '70s, you know, with 2.5 children, and and I just don't see those people going at night. <laughs> That's just... I don't know. I don't, in trance, I don't even know. I guess it puts you in a trance. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, and dubstep. Uh, I don't even... I can't even... That's, I think that's... Actually, you could do a dance called... The dubstep? You know, I really don't know. Uh, that's Was that so started new. by President W. Bush? <laughs> Was it the W-step? The and they cut off the yuh? I don't know. I just, I mean, I'm just asking questions. I'm just asking questions. <laughs> You're going to have to do a podcast with Google soon. Yeah, right? So, <laughs> uh, so you're about to leave this ship. Yeah. You're going to be gone soon. Um, and you do you have, do you want to continue DJing for a, a little while? Or you mentioned, you said earlier that when this DJ thing's over, so that makes me believe that you, you want to stop it at some point, I assume. Yeah. You don't want to be the 65-year-old DJ at the middle school <laughs> dance party. <laughs> it's funny they have one that's, uh, he's big in the house I, scene. Of course and they And the do. only reason... <laughs> So, no, I don't want to be him. No, I don't want to be him. Uh, actually, in the next couple of years, I'd say five years, uh, I want to start my own DJ business, where, uh, mobile DJ business, where I go around and do bar mitzvahs and, and weddings. What I did as a, as a kid when I was 13, 14, um, I actually want to hire kids like that. Where, I see. Um, there's so many people now that um, are becoming DJs. So it really wouldn't be too hard. I, I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, to find DJs. And, oh, yeah, uh, of course not. You know, buy some equipment. And, uh, so basically, like, you, you're you like a pimp. You send out your <laughs> your DJ hose. In, in, a, in a van with no windows. <laughs> and, uh, I really want to see you in a big felt feather hat that, like, is like a sombrero. I want you to go, DJ, give me my money. <laughs> It'll happen. One day. Oh, that's really cool. And, uh... 
So, like, you get off the ship, are you planning on going home and doing, just hustling more gigs, or uh, what's the next step for Brett? Yeah, well, you know, I'm actually going to go home, and uh, like you said, I will do that. I will do maybe two or three events uh, when I go back home. Uh, Nothing big, because... Uh, I've been theatering every day. I almost want to go home and sleep for a couple of days. Sure. Uh, but uh, I'm actually going back to school. Oh, So okay. I'm going to finish school, and, and after that, uh, start that business. Are you going to so. looking for, an, like, a business major? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Not really related. It's just what I like to learn about. I'm, All right. You know. I figure if you're going to be a business owner, yeah. I don't know. know. Yeah. I, I have a film degree. I don't know anything. <laughs> I can tell you who starred in what movie. It's, it doesn't. My degree doesn't do anything. Uh, so is is the is the whole like? Do you remember? I don't even remember the what the song was, but I remember like in the late '90s, maybe early 2000s, there was a song where some girl was always saying like, "I'm with the DJ." Oh, I'm with the DJ. Do you remember this? Yes, and I and I can't believe I haven't played it for you yet because I think you asked me that the other day. Yeah, and <laughs> oh my god, because that, that's a funny song. It is a funny it's, song. Uh, Electric Boogaloo. That's Ele- what it's called. Okay, and uh, it is it is it's house. It's, oh, that's <laughs> it's, it's all right. Great. Yeah, well, at least the version I have. So. Now, is is that any close to reality? Like when you're at a club or whatever, <laughs> are there try. girls who are constantly <laughs> trying to get in by saying, "I'm with the DJ. I'm with Dynasty." You know, I, yeah, uh, a lot a lot of guys too. Uh, it's not just like uh, I wish. You know, sure. I'm not 14 anymore at a 14 year old's party. Uh, I gotta work a lot harder now. Fair. But, uh, you know, I actually uh, tell them to say my name at the door. That way uh, they actually get some sort of a discount. Uh, they're not paying the whole thing. Oh. So if you say my name, it kind of works both ways where I look better and Because you got people. Yeah. So, uh, but a lot of them try to go, no, he told me I can, I can get in for free. I can get in for free. And that happens. They let them in. <laughs> Just, so, yeah. Now, a, a lot of DJs. Um, and I'm thinking specifically of like DJs that are associated with with rap groups or something like that. They they mix their own music. Do you does that go in with you? Do you mix mash things up or I don't know the terms. That you yeah, mixing. You're right. Yeah, mixing and mashing. There's um, mixing uh, is actually kind of saying uh, playing one song and then uh, almost mixing into the next song. It's like a transition into the next song. Okay. Without. Really, the trick is without them noticing that you're, that it's changing. You never want to have a pause. You never want the feet to stop moving. Okay. Um, uh, and if they are uh, stopped, hopefully they're singing to the to the to the acapella that's going on. Sure. Uh, you always want to have like a dance beat going on. And uh, but the mashup is actually pretty cool. Uh, I play a lot of those because it's uh, two songs mixed into one. Right. So it's sometimes you can have like an old school lyric. Um, with a new school beat, and that's really popular on the cruise ships. So. Do you have a favorite type of like you're on a cruise ship now? You said you've done middle school dances, bar mitzvahs, house parties, clubs. Like, do you have a favorite event that you do? Uh, yeah, I like I like the house, not the house. <laughs> now I'm getting now you're getting me a lot of house parties, but not at a house. So I like... Uh, I'm sorry, what? House. <laughs> yeah, see, I knew this was good. Wait, I, <laughs> wait a second. You're playing house music at a house party, but there's no house involved. No, no. Well, that, that's happened a couple times, but... Which is a little ironic. But, uh, no, I like going and doing uh, events where it's all based on house music. Uh, okay. It's, the energy is so cool. You don't... Um, here on the cruise ship, it's almost... Uh, a lot of them need to be drunk to dance. Uh, uh-huh. And... Uh, 
or at least a little bit intoxicated at at these house of, at these what do you want me to call them? Uh, electro events. Electro events. Let's do it that way. Uh, <laughs> I'm screwing with yeah. your etymological world right now. <laughs> they, uh, it's such a positive energy. It's it's really cool. And if you've never been to one, it's worth checking out. Uh, I'm not saying go to a rave uh, on your first one, but uh, maybe like Hollywood, go out to a club or Vegas. It's all that kind of style. Is a and rave a subset of this house music event? Yes, and it's huge. It's, okay. it's getting really big. They just had an event uh, called EDC in Vegas, and uh, God, I'll never be there as a DJ, but I love going. Okay. Uh, and I'd say we had, and I say we had, I said my friends go, and then we uh, we bring at least 200 people from our town, and wow. then there's probably about uh, 20 to 50,000 people. Jeez. And it, it's crazy. Yeah, That was at the first event, and it's now I think it's up to two hundred thousand. So that's that's a lot of people. It's, yeah, it's unbelievable. I'm from North Texas originally, and according to something that I saw on like some kind of biography or channel or something, that raves at least partially get some of their start uh, in Dallas. It was in the beginning. Dallas was a huge place for raves, but I didn't know exactly what the word rave <laughs> meant. Because I'm one of those lame kids that didn't uh, like have a life. So, uh, so what, what? What is a rave exactly? Um, see, this is another one of those terms that can be used in so many different ways. But when I think rave, I think bright colors, bright glow colors, glow sticks, glow sticks, loud, fast music, uh-huh. and nonstop dancing, mixed in with a lot of drugs and a lot of drugs. Yes. And and raves as the, the what I get like I can only think of like the movie Kids or you know like uh, these like other movies, uh, and what I think is like you know at some abandoned steel factory that has been out of commission for ten years and like is is that a horrible misconception? No, no, actually, uh, that happens all the time in, in California, actually, uh, in the valley. Uh, oh, okay. It's, uh, the he w- just did finger quotes because yeah. this, is, this is audio and no one can see the finger quotes. The valley finger quote. <laughs> they, what, what people would do or are still doing uh, is they'd rent out this warehouse just for the night. Mm-hmm. Uh, empty warehouse on, a, on like a downtown area where they know a lot of cops don't patrol. And uh, they run this huge warehouse that probably fits about 5,000 people. And they'll pack it to like... Six to seven thousand people, and uh, they'll get a DJ. They'll charge a cover charge. They'll hire uh, security out front, and it's a mini rave. Like people dress like it's a rave. People um, act like it's a rave, but it's actually really dangerous. Uh, <laughs> As opposed to normal raves, which are completely safe. No, um, but at least. It, it's safer uh, at big fest. It, now they're calling them festivals. Okay. Um, which uh, is a lot is a lot safer because you have so many security guards and no I one's see. going there. It's not like a rap show where people get stabbed. You know, right. it, the only thing you really have to worry about is overdosing. So sure. I think as long as you have uh, a mindset and control of yourself, you're going to be safe. So if I can, uh, so the rave that I when I think of rave is really. Nowadays, a rave is is like an event with tickets and gates and security people. It's an official thing. Yes. And what I think of is is these like kind of uh, I don't know 
guerrilla raves where people just, oh, we're going to rave. Let's rave. Da, 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 yeah. kind of thing. All right. Are, I've, I've been to those, and uh, I don't like them. <laughs> so you, you are the ones that are more like, this is an official thing. We've got, we hired people for this kind of stuff. Yeah. They uh, actually, because they're illegal, you're not even allowed to do that. Um, so I would assume, and you can get arrested. And I would assume anywhere there's uh, illegal drugs is probably illegal. I don't yeah, know though. Uh, yeah, I, well, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't. Know. I, you know, I don't either. I mean, I just show up. Yeah. Sure. And uh, not saying I do the drugs. No, uh, you wouldn't say that. Oh no, no. You, not you have a, either. You have a uh, lollipop. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are actually pretty. Good. Don't have one of those at a Are you kidding? <laughs> There's so much I don't know, Brad. I'm such, oh, I'm 30. I've never lived. <laughs> well, you'll see um, kids my age uh, with pacifiers. Pacifiers? Like baby pacifiers? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I will never do it. Um, and and within those pacifiers are a lot of chemical substance. Um, actually, no, I'm sure. Maybe some. But oh. uh, what it does is it keeps you from grinding your teeth. So a lot of people do it. And oh. a lot of it's one of those Is grinding your teeth the side effect of something? Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. This is you've opened up my eyes, my world is yeah. blown it's, up. I right. can't wait to take you to one. Like, oh boy. <laughs> I will be that cool guy. <laughs> hey everybody. You wanna listen to some Paula Abdul? Uh, how did you go from being a a a working DJ on land to I'm going to be a DJ on a cruise ship? Uh, a little bit of skill and a lot of luck is okay. what I like to say. It's uh, I, uh, I guess I had the right skills. Uh, I did like bar mitzvahs and weddings, which I compare to cruise ship uh, DJing is the same as weddings. Because uh, you have such a huge group, uh, demographic of people, yeah, um, young. I mean, you you've got twelve year olds dancing on the yeah. same stage. It's literally eighty year olds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully not together. No, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, I've seen it. Um, but uh, it's just I applied online and uh, I got one of those automatic responses, mm-hmm. um, and I thought. And I think they thought I was applying for a restaurant or, um, you know, bar or something because they told me to go to uh, one of those job fairs that NCL has. Oh. And I went to the job fair, and <laughs> they're like, and I sat through the whole thing, you know, and they're, they haven't mentioned one thing about entertainment. And I was like, oh, I wonder if I'm in the right room. <laughs> you know, I was just a little, getting a little worried. I was there for an hour. Oh, wow. And sitting with this girl talking about how they, you know, all the different jobs – Except mine. Except being a DJ. And I was like, oh, man. So I was like, and I drove an hour and a half to get there. Oh, I, no. You know, miss work and this whole thing, right? So I ended up talking to somebody after, and it turned out it was Susie, which is head of the entertainment department. Um, for the all of, of Norwegian Cruise Line. Norwegian Cruise Line. Yeah. Cruise Line. Well, good and, for you. Yeah, right? My letter's my luck is right there. And, well played. Uh, she's like, she respected it that um, I actually went. Uh-huh. And, you know, she's like, well, we don't need a DJ at this time. Um, it was actually two years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, it took me like eight months, you know, or six months to actually get the call that I got, uh, even the over-the-phone interview. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, uh, she liked my resume. She just said, well, when we need one, we'll give you a call. So I went back to work, um, got a call six months later, did a couple of phone interviews, a Skype interview, and I was, I was here. 
Well played, sir. So. Now, uh, I remember last year you were contemplating changing your DJ name from DJ Dynasty to something else. And I remember you were, like, always asking people. And I remember you hated asking me and the other comedians. Because all we would do is give you the worst possible names, like DJ Maple Leaf and uh, stuff like that. But how did you come up with DJ Dynasty, and how long has that been your moniker? Um, you know, it's, I, don't, I, I can't well admit this one, but my first DJ name, uh, it was... Uh, we should have seen my business cards at 13. Yeah, I bet. They were made on my computer. Yep. Uh, <laughs> through paint. Anyway, uh, it was DJ... Ah, uh, you're going to make fun of me forever for this. I'm fine with that. DJ Explode. DJ Explode. <laughs> I was but I bet... Can I, t- yeah. can I take a guess here? There was no E? It no, there wasn't. Just it yet. was X dash plode. It was. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. With a big giant X. Of course it was. Yeah. <laughs> Explode. Uh, which was cool to me, you know, when I was a kid, but uh, when I got into high school, I, I figured it was time for a change. Okay, and, and then uh, where'd Dynasty come from? This is an even funnier one. Great. Uh, I was driving home, and it was actually, it's funny, I stopped DJing when I was in high school, because I was doing the whole sports and girlfriend things. And, sure. Yeah. You know. You uh, thought you'd, you'd retire at 15. Yeah, living a normal life for a little bit, you know. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> lived a working man life for too long. <laughs> and when I was uh, coming back, uh, out of, I was like, God, I think it was the summer in between high school and college. I was driving um, out uh, pretty far, about an hour and a half, and then on my way back, I had a lot of time to think. Hour and a half there, hour and a half back. Sure. You know, just picking up something from my dad. And uh, came back, and uh, I was just thinking a lot of what I want to do with my life and what can I do for a job. You know, no one was hiring. I didn't want to work at McDonald's. You know, and sure. I was like, what can I do? So I was like, what, what do I know how to do? I mean, what can I only knew one thing, you know? It was either mowing the lawns or um, DJing. So I picked DJing. And right as soon as I thought that, I looked up and it said, the dynasty is here. So Where did it say that? On a giant billboard. The, the dynasty is here. And okay. I figured, okay. DJ dynasty. That's what it's going to be. Uh, so it's gonna do you have any idea what that billboard was trying to advertise? No, and I, and I, you know, I wish I remembered, but uh, that's all that was in my head. And, you know, after that, I was thinking, where can I buy equipment? That was the next thing I was thinking of. You're like, I gotta get this name out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dynasty. Great. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't see Panda Express or something. Yeah. <laughs> DJ 99 Cent Whopper. <laughs> But I'm glad. I'm, quite the same ring I'm, to I'm glad. You know, it's a good name. It's like okay. I mean, and I'm no expert on DJs, as as I'm sure you can tell by now. But uh, it, I like it's catchy to me. Well, no one thought of a better one. I told everybody. You know, they they first gave me a little grief for it. Certainly, so if I you didn't. can have if you can figure out something better, I'll change it. Yeah. It was my thing. Not one person. DJ Dragon Slayer. <laughs> no, 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 okay. Well, well fine. No. You know, I tried. Well, I tried. back home, they uh, some call me DJ Die Nasty. Die Nasty, which I, like I it. still don't understand. May I put this out to my listeners that uh, if you want to come up with a better DJ name for him, uh, <laughs> email me livingthedreampodcast at gmail and I will forward the suggestions yeah. on. And if if he picks your name, which is unlikely because I have like two listeners, but. Uh, <laughs> 
if he picks your name, I will let you know, and you can say I named a DJ. That would be awesome, right? I would love to see what people come up with. I like it a lot. Um, well, great. So you and you're going back to Southern California. So yep. if any of my two listeners happen to live in Southern California, and you see an event with DJ Dynasty, look up this guy. He's super fun, and <laughs> tell him, tell, call him DJ Explode. <laughs> Brett, thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Good luck in uh, starting a business and all the other things. Uh, thanks. Thank you, Rich. Big thank you to Phil Ranta and the Comedy Podcast Network. Also, a big thank you to Diana Lawrence for the original music and Tom Burns for the logo. Email me, livingthedreampodcast at gmail.com. Please subscribe on iTunes and rate the show, write a comment. I appreciate any and all feedback. My name's Rich Baker, and this is Living the Dream.